Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales, Mark Howden from Consumer. First on Coca-Lenic. Stock reaction yesterday was more about the market, not about what they said at Deutsche. That was a balanced but upbeat presentation from management. I think the worst is behind us, all markets to be open by the end of June. And sparkling volumes down only high single digit in May versus down 20% in April. That implies estimates are too low. We think the setup here remains favourable. Earnings are already reset downwards. Low valuation. We like the stock. Secondly, on Premier Foods, uh, note out upgraded numbers and speculating on further avenues for interest cost reduction and commenting on yesterday's Hovis speculation that put 9% on the shares. Feel very positive here. The bond redemption in May reduces cash interest by 4 million. There's more upside to come from further debt restructuring and pay down. And the COVID benefits to trading have proven persistent, which simply put matters more here because the excess cash flow gives real optionality on the debt, which is critical to the equity case. I'll leave it there. Have a good day. Bonjour from Industrials. This is Bruna. An FT article saying that PSA and FCA did not make concessions to the EU on light commercial vehicle share. So the merger is going to phase two, which will probably be seen as negative, but was the base case for most ARB clients. For fundamental investors, I guess red headlines will be negative at face value. Benefit of an in-depth phase two review, which will likely last until October or November, is that parties have an opportunity to present more evidence and the EU will get more info from competitors through services and submissions. A later merger may also give more time to rebuild cash on balance sheets. On ABB, overall, nothing new or incrementally positive uh, that should drive the stock higher from yesterday. Key takeaways in the daily, but one of the big things that we wanted to hear was around the buyback, and they're still committed to a full buyback, uh, and they wanted to stick to their promise to return cash to shareholders. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Oil prices very much in focus for us on the open today. That's because the front month Brent contract has essentially round tripped back to sub 41 bucks a barrel overnight. The leg down I would attribute to the commentary from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell late on yesterday. And if anything, I would say that the US inventory data from the EIA was not quite as bad as what people had feared. And that's despite crude inventories rising to 538 million barrels, which is the highest level on record since at least 1982. In terms of oil stocks, Technip FMC has been in focus for us recently. <clears throat> that's because the CEO has recently uh, come out refuting some of <clears throat> our concerns around her balance sheet strength. Uh, after several recent impairments. And then finally, just in European steels, it's worth flagging Alan Spence's research report today, talking about potential for price increases soon. Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. So clearly the most important thing this morning is Just Eat Takeaway and Grubhub and the merger which appears to be taking place. It would appear that the Just Eat Takeaway group is on the brink of yet another opportunistic cross-border land grab. They'd be clearly biting off more than they did last time in acquiring Just Eat only a year ago, or only last year rather. But the playbook will be the same. Persuading both it and Grubhub shareholders won't be easy. Valuation, Wall Street Journal said last night, uh, while they quoted an implied $70 per price uh, Grubhub share. Per Grubhub share, we don't see um, Jet being able to bid any higher on its undisturbed share price. Um, no doubt from us this morning taking us through uh, the possible reasons for this to take place. Um, but Just Eat will now need to persuade both it and its own shareholders of this. It won't be the simplest of tasks. On the undisturbed share price, Just Eat Takeo would have to bid $75 before GMV per share dilution. And on yesterday's price action, the figure is now 65 And again, 
Good morning from Healthcare, relatively quiet start. Uh, there may be some focus on the label update for BioView for Novartis, given that's what drove uh, the negative sentiment in the stock at the start of the crisis. Sentiment certainly seems to be improving and the stock is uh, starting to catch up some, some of its lagging. Uh, Medicover, which is a services company that we've liked very much out with a uh, relatively surprising primary last night. Uh, I would not categorize this as capital being raised to need to run the business. Uh, more in efforts to include uh, increase liquidity, so I wouldn't be concerned a material weakness should be bought. Uh, and yesterday, uh, a very clear rotation uh, around what was going on between the subsectors. I think some of this news around cases increasing again post-Memorial Day in the US uh, having an impact. Uh, Dave Winley focuses on the various uh, nuts and bolts around the managed care companies with obviously a very strong second quarter expected. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffries Financial Specs Sales, Thursday, 11th of June. Um, competitive conference covering European financials continues apace today. Some more headlines to be generated from that. Bit of a tough day for the sector yesterday for multiple reasons. Um, but I think, you know, it's still a game of two, two stories here. On the trading side, Q2 is remaining hugely strong. Citigroup yesterday indicated that trading revenues are going to be up at least 40% year on year. Remember, JP Morgan previously said 50% year on year on the flip side. Wells Fargo will guide them even heavier down on net interest income down 11%. And that's what's weighing on or splitting the sector in half between the capital market heavy names versus the lending driven names on the other side of the equation. But with the Fed yesterday signaling that rates are going to remain low and the continued asset purchases, that relationship's unlikely to change. So we're still very much leaning into the likes of uh, UBS, BNP Paribas, uh, Julius Baer, etc. within a European environment.